awesome podcast. Toot toot. We are knee deep into another year, Mr. Nasty Old Talking Possum, and time just keeps on moving on. As much as you would like that big old hour hand to take a rest for a few days, <laughs> it just keeps on a spinning. Mm-hmm. The passage of time. And one of the ways you know time is still moving forward is the fashions of a given day. And you may not know this, dear listener, but Mr. Possum and I are not just fans and students of the great world of fashion. We are trendsetters as well. Big Hal, what is fashion to you? Great question, Mr. Possum. Fashion, to me, is about moving forward. It's also about looking back, and it's also about things staying the same for a very long time. And a fashionable person like me or yourself just sort of gets which things are which. Sort of tough to explain fashion. You either get it or you don't. But tonight, we're going to do our best to help you out give you maybe a little peek into the world of fashion with some predictions, tips, and rules of thumb that can make you a fashionable person just like us. So stick around for fashion talk tonight on the show. We dress better than you, and we're going to tell you about it. Stick around. All the way down Fashion Road. Big Al, what's your first item tonight? You know, Mr. Possum, there's a lot of bad things happening in the world right now. A lot of violence, disease, hunger. People getting squeezed tighter and tighter on less and less spendable income. But there's a silver ringer around the collar of global strife, and that is that we are living in a golden era of cool-looking T-shirts. You no longer have to go to a Journey concert to get that cool Journey t-shirt. And you no longer have to wash it ten times in rock salt and Legos to soften that thing up. They sell ready-to-wear t-shirts for all the normal guys' favorite bands now, just at Target or Walmart or, heck, sometimes even the grocery store. Plus, sites like tasterlyfish.com and bluesuds.biz and slimerailway.anteater have made getting the exact style and print of any conceivable shirt concept a breeze. Heck, you can get a t-shirt now for every day of the week with a picture of you wearing a shirt saying that day of the week on it. If you're a t-shirt fan, there's never been a better time in history for you, you know? Mm-hmm. But here's the twist. Fashion, as we know, is about being unique and about catching someone's eye with something distinct and memorable. And that is why I, Hal Doughty, have to announce that the t-shirt, long considered an immutable fashion staple, is over. It's over? T-shirts are over, Mr. Possum. It's finally time to move on to the U-shirt. The U-shirt. The R-shirt was the gold standard for years. Then we had the short-lived S-shirt. 
until the T-shirt had its long and storied run, and now it's time to move on to that next letter, the U. The U-shirt, Mr. Possum. Oh, so it's a U-shirt, so I guess it's made out of sheep wool, huh? Ha! <laughs> toot toot. Toot toot. And you're more correct than you even know, Mr. Possum, because it will be made of moisture-wicking wool. It's a wool shirt, really? Yeah. The U-shirt will also have a deeply plunging neckline that runs all the way down to the waist hole, where the two halves of the shirt will be connected by only a few threads. And the back, I'm thinking, will only be a couple of horizontally running straps to keep the whole thing from swinging around your neck like a loose towel. This is terrible. It's the shape, it's actually the shape of an uppercase U, and there's nothing on the back? Yeah. Why can't it be a U back there, too? No one's gonna want to wear this. It's just barely being hung on. Can it be a double U? Like, one in the front and one in the back? I don't really like that from a fashion standpoint. You don't really need a back. I I don't think people need a back anymore. Mm. The back has had its day with the t-shirt. It's time to to try just not having your back covered all day. Dang, we're going to see a lot of bare backs. That's a forgotten area of the body, Big Hell. Heck, most people don't even clean it. Exactly my point, Mr. Possum. It's time for something new. Barebacks with straps. Well, sometimes fashion brings bad news. Sorry, everybody, but you're gonna have to start cleaning your backs again. Get a buddy with a brush. Or get a long brush if you don't have buddies. Yeah, this could be a good opportunity for everybody to get to know each other's backs. Scratching Mm -hmm. them, washing them. See if your friends really got your back or not, really. Mr. Possum, what's the first fashion item you want to discuss? Well, sometimes, you know, fashion's about just having a vision and a dream and wanting to see it come to life. I agree with that. And then sometimes it's kind of practical where you're like, I'm sick of how Dracula's dress. They've been dressing the same way for 30, I don't know, 250, 300 years. They got them capes and them gold chains, and they just look old. Yeah. And I know they're old. But I'm here tonight to try to fix Dracula culture in terms of fashion. Okay. So this goes out to all the Draculas out there. Yeah, if you're a Dracula, I want to tell you true how you should be dressing. Why don't you consider a dirty cowboy look? The long duster should replace the cape. It even has the same sound it makes when you turn your body. It's very dramatic. Right. Good way to kind of hang up the phone with your body when you turn away, where you're like, good day, and you whip that jacket around. It's got every bit of drama as the cape does. Right. Now, if you swing that duster up and disappear in a puff of uh, Dracula smoke, are you going to still fly off as a bat, or would it make more sense for you to now, uh, now since you're like a Western cowboy Dracula, would it make more sense for you to suddenly be a... uh, I don't know, a donkey or a mule. What, what do you think? What, what's this Dracula turning into? Mm, I, don't, I think it's bad form for a cowboy to be his own car. Uh, it can't be the, the, the animal he would have ridden. Okay. I think bat is still in. Bats are still in. Okay. Uh, what about some kind of hawk or something? Could be a hawk. A hawk would be cool. Hawk would be cool. Yeah, you want like an eagle or a hawk, you know, some kind of a western bat. You know, that's what I call them. Whenever <laughs> I see a hawk in the sky, I'm like, look at that old western bat. Plus, there's a lot of advantages to the duster versus the cape. You got pockets in there. Sometimes you can't finish your blood guy, and you need to put it in bags and carry around in jackets. So you can do that. You can do that. Some blood sacks in the duster, you're saying? Yeah, there's room for those. Uh Uh-huh. 
And you could just, you know, I mean, you could customize this all day and all night. Probably all night because you're sleeping during the day, Draculas. But right. if I was going to be a Western Dracula, I'd have like real impeccably white boots on so that I could be touchy if somebody spilled something on. I'd be like, look down, cowboy. You just ruined my boots. And he's like, uh, what? No, no, I, no, I didn't, sir. And you're like, prepare your neck for being bitten. You know, something like that. Prepare your neck for being bitten. Yeah. Probably want to come up with something a little catchier than that. Like, well, I ain't no Dracula. I ain't used to getting in Dracula fights. I'm sure they could be better at it. Uh, it's blood sucking time. I mean, that's not that hard to, to think of. Yeah, that's all right. The key to this is you don't want to be a fancy cowboy. You want to be a dirty one. You want, you want to have yellow cowboy teeth. Right. You know, because they didn't have toothbrushes and toothpaste and stuff back then. You really want to sell it. And that, to me, is scarier anyway. Ew, don't bite me with those. I don't even care if you're a Dracula. Them teeth look like they're made out of butter. Neck, uh, ne- nice neck there. Be a shame if I put two holes in it. That could be a cool thing to say. You want to be a Western Dracula, don't you? I do. I really do. Instead of high noon, it's got to be midnight because I'm a Dracula. You know? Yeah. Win or lose, I'm going to eat that neck. The only drawing that will happen will be the drawing of blood from your jugular vein in your neck. Yeah, yeah, you got it. What's your next item, Big Al? Well, fashion, as I believe I said in the intro, Mr. Possum, is all about moving forward. It's about seeing what the next bug thing is before it's the next bug thing. So you gotta ask yourself when you think about fashion, what could the next bug thing be? Bug thing? You mean big thing? Oh. Was I saying bug thing? Yeah. Yep. Oh. Wow, I typed this up pretty late last night and I was... Kind of out of my mind on a particularly spicy batch of chili cheese Fritos I just had. I must have mistyped big as bug several times in a row. Hmm. And then you read it aloud on the radio. But you know what? That could just be it, Mr. Possum. That could be a message from inspiration herself. That could be a hidden telegram from the future about the next big era of fashion or bug era of fashion. Think about it. For years, people dressed like peasants. And then they started to dress like businessmen. And now everybody dresses like a baby with a credit card. Mm-hmm. But what if we all dressed like bugs? Like bugs? Yeah. What do you mean, like bugs? Well, uh, I mean, it could be as simple as tr- just trying to look like a stick. That's a classic bug fashion. Yeah. Or uh, rolling yourself up into a ball. That's uh, another bug outfit. Bugs like to wear. Okay. Or what about this, Mr. Possum? Worm fashion. Let's go worm mode. You know how all the normies are always walking around looking at their phones? Oh, yeah. They're just like uh, using their using their hands just sort of willy-nilly as they walk around town. Mm-hmm. Well, you ain't some normie, Mr. Possum. Those of us on the cutting edge of fashion, we're going to put on a worm outfit. 
so we can't use our arms, and we have to roll around in the dirt to get anywhere. Here, try this on. Try this on right now. Let's put let's put a little worm outfit on you. Well, I like the look of it. I don't like the idea of it. It's, it's a little more scratchy than on the inside than I thought it would be. So this is going to c- conceal your arms and legs. You're now just sort of like a worm. And uh, to get around anywhere, you're going to have to fall on the ground, wriggle around, and see if see, see if you can get anywhere. What do you think of this? What do you think about worm fashion, Mr. Possum? Oh, I, I think it's bold. I think it's very bold. My one complaint is that I can't use my arms or legs. Yeah. Mr. Possum, go ahead and give us another item. I've noticed that when it comes to jeans, the pendulum just keeps switching from tight to loose, tight to loose. And that's just how fashion works. I'm ready to take that pendulum, stop it in place, and kick it as hard as I can to one end. Because it's time for floppy denim. That's right. Way oversized denim clothes. Very noisy. Shirt, pants, and denim shoes, too. I'm talking head to toe. And this denim should be nice and worn in, so it's floppy. Uh Uh-huh. But impeccably blue. Okay, so just like a billowy, almost like a parachute material, but it's blue. Oh, yeah. And the the look is casual, but bold. And the finishing touch is a floppy painter's hat, of course, made of denim. And this look is gonna turn heads. People are gonna say nice jeans. But they're referring to your entire body, Big L. Right. Nice jean hat, nice jean shirt, nice jean pants. Mm-hmm. And then ev- eventually that will, of course, shorten to simply, to the simple nice jeans. Jean underwear, too. Jean underwear? Yeah. My favorite film reviewer, Gene Underwear. <laughs> he hates everything. He's a, he's a curmudgeon, but that's what makes him such an iconic uh, film critique. Yeah, you want to please Gene Underwear. You really want to make a movie that he likes. But it's impossible. Yeah, he ain't don't like nothing. Once you've picked up that camera, you've already disappointed Gene Underwear. Right. Gene Underwear would rather you're not there. Two thumbs down, I hate movies. Movies stink, <laughs> says Gene Underwear. Big Hal, why don't you just start flapping that lip? Now, as I said in the intro, Mr. Possum, fashion isn't just about looking forward. Sometimes it's about taking an idea from the past and giving it new life. For instance, the traditional men's neckwear called an ascot. Mm -hmm. The ascot is, of course, a broad silk tie traditionally worn by British nobles and murderers in old Columbo episodes. As such, it's pretty much only seen as a novelty item now. Maybe you throw it on a rich character in some sketch comedy or something. But the fact that the ascot is at a nadir in relevance tells us that the time is right to bring it back and bring it back fresh. It's time to reboot the ascot. Maybe we get a new print on there. No more uh, metallic sheens and pastels and chevrons. It's time for something new. How about bright red with a colorful paisley blend? Mm. Yes, I think I've come up with something good here. The new ascot. Hmm. I don't know. God, seems like you're describing the handkerchief I'm wearing right now. My hanky. Oh, yeah. I just now noticed that. Yeah, you did? 
you have kind of a red bandana around your uh, around your neck there. Yeah, I kind of do. Sort of where an totally. ascot would be. Yeah. That's interesting. I found this in an old mine on his skeleton. He's just wearing this in a cowboy hat. Right. Well, I think that it's time for that look to be plucked from the obscurity of an old mine and perhaps put on the shelves of a high-end fashion store, maybe uh, with my name on it, you know? Sell it for quite a bit of money to the rich and famous. I think it's I think it's time. I think it's time to bring that back. Are you sure you want to do this? Because it does kind of sound like a, how a Tales from the Crypt episode would start. You're going to end up stealing a, a skeleton's handkerchief and calling it an ascot and getting greedy and making money. And then that cowboy skeleton will, of course, poke you with his finger late at night and scare you to death. Uh, yeah, I'm not too scared about that skeleton. Well, besides upsetting this old skeleton... You're just kind of stealing my thing. This is my fashion. It's my fashion. You're trying to charge people a bunch of money for it? Well, inspiration comes from many places, Mr. Possum. I mean, a lot of the great uh, minds of fashion, a lot of the great designers, they they don't come up with their concepts whole cloth, toot toot. They'll look at the habits and clothing of simpler creatures than themselves, and they will adopt it, thus making it high fashion. And that's what I intend to do with the thing around your neck right there. So if you got, why don't you just uh, sort of untie that, hand that over to me. Hey, that's fine. You know what? Sometimes in life, it's easier to be a train than to be the tracks. I just go along, get along, little doggy. <laughs> Take my handkerchief. Enjoy the skeleton's curse that it brings. I love this. Listen to this classic simple guy talk over there. Better to be the train than the track. Whatever. All right. Uh, Mr. Possum, what's the next item of fashion that you'd like to discuss? I think it's time to bring back the Newsy style. You remember the Newsies from like the 20s or 30s? Remember that? Oh, I do. It's classic. It's been 100 years. It's time to bring it back. You got the floppy Newsy hat, which I don't know what else to call it other than a Newsy hat, which speaks to the power of this fashion trend, the vest, the shorts. The plaid shirt. It's classic. And classic is in right now. I think maybe some high socks, too. Don't they have high socks? It's like shorts and high socks. Yeah, it's to keep the bugs off and all the little tiny bugs that kind of gather around newspapers. Mm-hmm. You want to keep them off your ankles from biting you. Everybody knows that. Well, yeah, news you got to have long socks. Yeah. Buddy, you're out there with them short shorts on, yelling on the corner. You are going to look so extra, extra. Yeah, I don't know if you've noticed this, but uh, fellas out there nowadays are wearing these uh, wearing these extremely short shorts. Short shorts on fellas are back, basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's another fashion. Just, I'll just toss that fashion tip out for folks for free. So what if to make it to reconcile the short shorts of today with the newsy fashions of old, what about some... Socks that come straight up to, like, groin level. What about that? Oh, like tights. Yeah, basically like tights, except they would just be sock material all the way all the way up. What do you think about that? I like that. Let's add it. But I will say, there's got to be some limits here to keep the look pure. If you're going to wear dress like a newsie, you can't have a mustache. You can't. You can't have both. Okay. So the shirt that you have to pull over your head that isn't a button-up. It's pretty tight. You got to pull it over your head. It's got this kind of nasty chemical on it that rubs on your face while you pull it down, and then you can't grow hair in your face. That's the only way we can really make it work. A chemical 
on your face. Yeah. Keeps your hair from growing. Yeah, like an air, you know, was that, you know, just like it's a chemical shaver. No big deal. Whew, wow. I mean, it seems super extreme. That said, it, it also sounds like something women would adopt uh, at the drop of a hat and do for their whole lives. What, just an air turtleneck that fixes the, the mustache on their face that they perhaps do not want? Well, I'm just saying, like, going to that sort of extreme. I was like, wow, this possum's really diving in with something difficult to do. But then I thought about, well, you know, ladies' fashion traditionally involves a lot of high-effort things and chemicals and all kinds of stuff. You, oh, for sure. I, would, I wouldn't personally want to mess with. For sure. It's a lot of effort, often impractical, and there's just layers of chemicals. And that's just what it's like to be a woman today, but I won't bore you with that. Yeah, what it's like to be a woman or a newsie today. Big howling possum, brave, strong, and awesome. Speaking truths and tooting toots and having tons of laughs. Big howling possum, two good boys who men hollering. We'll comfort you when you are blue and calm you when you're mad. Hey, Mr. Possum! Hey, Big Al! I heard you were in a slam dunk competition this week. I was, I was. How? You can't dunk. Well, I got me a pair of magic dunking shoes, Big Al. What? You remember that genie I had? Oh, right. You rubbed an old lamp and a genie popped out. Mm -hmm. I had this old genie lying around and I forgot I still had two witches in him. Well, what was the first witch? I wish to see Paddington 2 in a theater that wasn't crowded. That was your wish? I wanted armrests. Okay, well, they're your wishes, Mr. Possum. Yes. Anyway, I realized I still had two more wishes left and that I needed two powerful magic slam dunking shoes. Wait, did you use both wishes for one pair of shoes? Listen to yourself, Al. Yes, I had two wishes and I needed two shoes. Why didn't you just wish to be good at dunking? Oh, sure, and then what? Then go out and buy a pair of shoes? You are the worst at wishes. Okay, fine, fine. So now I've got these magical dunking shoes, and I enter the slam dunk contest. The grand prize is a trip to Australia. The kangaroo continent. The crocodile isle. Ooh. Yeah, so I go up for my first dunk, right? And I don't want to blow them out of the water just yet. I, I stay traditional. So I run up to the hoop and bam, I give them a hot sock. That's the type of dunk. Yes, nerd, it is. And next time I'm up, I take a run at the hoop and bamo. I give him a 720 rat dump. Tongue extended. It was tight. That sounds pretty cool. So then I'm in the final round. And remember, this is for a trip to Australia. Koalaville, baby. And it's time to give him the full razzle dazzle. So I take off towards the hoop and whammy, I do a full triple manwich. A triple manwich. No one's ever done it, Al. It was incredible. It was spare basketballs flying around everywhere. People were losing it. Fellers were being taken away in straitjackets because of my dunk. But I guess it must have looked, I don't know, too magical. Like my shoes did this thing where you could see magic dust and stuff leaking out of them all twinkly. Wow, you did too much magic. So the ref runs out and feels my shoes, which were hot to the touch like an engine. And he shouts out, disqualification. And what'd you say to that, Mr. Possum? I shouted, dang ref, ref, his junk was so tight, I'm going 
on our discoala vacation. Toot toot. Toot toot. Big Al and Possum, brave and strong and awesome. Speaking truths and tooting toots and having tons of laughs. Big Al and Possum, both bound for popper's coffins. We'll comfort you when you are blue and calm you when you're mad. We are coming to you live from the catwalk. It's fashion night. Boom, boom, trip, boom, trip, boom, trip, boom, trip, boom, trip. Oh, yes. Big Hal, what you got next? As I may have mentioned in the intro tonight, sometimes fashion is all about staying exactly the same for a very long time. Sometimes fashion is about wearing the same outfit for, say, a very, very long time. Maybe it's a black outfit with a black cowboy hat. Hmm, maybe. Mm-hmm. And maybe the jeans in that uh, all-black outfit are in a skinny leg style that seems to be flying off the shelves a little slower than it was when you first started wearing the tight leg jeans. And maybe you're seeing looser and looser jeans all around you in society and your friend is uh, suggesting that everyone start wearing uh, enormous ballooning mm-hmm. wide-leg jeans. And you're thinking, hmm, all these people around me starting to look more comfortable than me. Maybe I ought to switch up to a looser fit jean. But maybe you worry that'll screw up the balance of your whole outfit, your whole look, and it'll throw the whole thing into question. And besides, you've been in this spot before, and uh, skinny jeans came right back when you loosened up, and it took you years to get back on track. And so there's a bunch of weird photos of you wearing slightly looser jeans, and you don't like them photos, and Maybe it's best to keep your current style going, Big Hal. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe your current style is working just fine. Maybe it's going just fine for you, Big Hal. You're doing great. Hey, Big Hal, you're, you're doing me. really, really good. Besides, who even cares? You know what? Who cares? Who cares about changing your jean style up? Oh, my God, Big Hal. I can't believe that this is one of the things you wanted to discuss about fashion. You sound like somebody on, on Jenny Jones who don't want to go in the makeup chair for their big makeover. Nobody cares what they think. We just want to see them shave off that beard and stretch their stuff. Uh, what what are you saying? You want me to get a makeover? That's yes. what you're saying? Yes. Now, see, I don't, I don't know if I like that. I feel like what I got going on is pretty good. It's pretty timeless. That's what you would think because you're stuck in a rut. You need somebody to shave all the hair off your body. I mean, all of it. You start out like a brand new fashion baby. They teach you to cry like a baby would. And then we start from scratch, get you a new job, start everything over. Everything you're doing is wrong. That's what you start a makeover with. A new look requires a, a new job. Whole new life. That's right. We're starting over from scratch. Okay. We're going to bonk you on the head and shave all your hair off. And we're going to put you out in the field. And you're going to be like a new babe in the wild. And you'll find your style out there on a vision quest. So I wake up from this. I have amnesia because I've been bonked in, in, in the head in yeah. in a hypothetical scenario you made up. So it's mm. like a it's like a fairy tale. Yeah. And then I basically just walk until I find a town and I go, "Hello, I'm nobody. I'm nobody yet." That's what I'll say. Mm. "Hello, I'm nobody yet. I'm uh, naked and hairless like a newborn baby." Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have any jobs? And they say, "Well, we need someone to run the copier." And so I become a copy boy. Yeah. And uh, and I get myself a copy boy outfit, which is close to a newsy outfit, but it's a sort of a variant on the newsy outfit. Uh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. You just go out there and let the world dress you. You know, let it figure it out for you. 
fashion vision quest begins. All right, get me my bonking stick. Here you go. Bonk. Where? 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 Mr. Possum, what's your next item? Well, I'm going to talk about urban camouflage. Real urban camo. All right. Now, sometimes if you Google urban camo, what you're going to find is, you know, your traditional kind of camouflaged look. It's all the crazy shapes and stripes. But instead of green and brown stuff, it's just like concrete. You know, it's different shades of black and gray. But that will not camouflage you in today's urban environment. Believe me. I live on the streets. Uh-huh. What you need is some clothes made out of the kind of things you see everywhere in the city. It's not concrete everywhere, you know? You need to blend in. You need a whole suit made out of discarded tackies bags and swishy sweets. A hat that's made out of a polar pop cup. Shoes that are just already made of chewed up gum. They could be comfy. Yeah. They could. You got some pants with some little bits of plastic bags hanging on them. I mean, it could look good if the right designer is listening. It's a fashion statement. So outfits made of trash and litter is what you Yeah, you're but, you know, artfully put together. Well, that, that could be a problem right there. I, see, I sense a contradiction in your concept here because if they're artfully put together, uh, trash and litter is not often artfully put together. So you will... Mm-hmm. You will not blend as well as you would if it didn't look like just a pile of random trash. Yeah, but it's all about how you carry yourself. If you're walking around upright with some good posture, wearing a tacky suit, you're not going to fool anybody. They're not going to be like, oh, that's a walking bag of chips. Yeah. But if you're being hunted for sport in this city, which sometimes happens, then you just hit the deck, lay on the ground. Then you look like a pile of tackies. You see, it's how you situate your body. Right, right, right. Now, what uh, what do we think this hunter that's hunting you, what do we think he's wearing? If it's like Lance Hendrickson from Hard Target, he's probably going to be wearing a duster. He's probably going to be wearing kind of like a Western Dracula kind of look. Okay. I like that. I like that a lot. I especially like that because it's visible. I don't want to be hunted by someone less visible than me, you know? Right. You got to stay ahead of the hunters. They, they're not smart enough to think about dressing like a bag of chips. If you're worried about being hunted in the city, that means you're already being hunted. That's that's an instinct you want to listen to. That's the prey instinct. Right. I think Jeff Foxworthy had a joke about that. Oh, yeah? How did it go? If you're worried about being hunted for sport in the city, uh, you might be urban prey. What you got to close it up with? Mr. Possum, I have the next hot fashion item right here under my nose. Take a look at my face. What do you see? That's weird. You're 
kind of constricting your face in a way I don't see very often. It's, is that a smile? That's right. The next big fashion item is something you ain't even got to buy in the store. It's the smile. It's time to bring back smiling, Mr. Possum. It is. Yep. Yep. It's time for the smile to come back. The smile is the earliest couture there ever was. The smile even predates the apple incident in the Garden of Eden, which means it predates fashion and the wearing of clothes itself. Interesting. But unfortunately, people have forgotten all about the smile and instead seem to be wearing a scowl. For instance, when I show up 10 minutes before the end of brunch or walk in to ask if yesterday's donuts are free yet. But let's bring back the mighty smile. Make me feel welcome when I show up places. In fact, why not take a selfie of yourself smiling and post it to the Big Hal and Possum Facebook or Twitter with the hashtag Smile Squad. Show us your unique twist on the classic smile. Boy, oh boy. How much does this smile cost? Nothing, Mr. What? Possum. A smile is free. You're kidding me. Seems like it would cost something. Yep. I mean, if you want to give me some money every time you smile, I think that might uh, help make it seem cooler, make it mm. seem more like a commodity. So, yeah, uh, the problem with that is it's going to make me scowl every time I pay you, so it's going to wipe it off. I can't do that. I need that smile. Right. Well, Mr. Possum, what's your last fashion item? Well, it's a lot like yours, really. It's the birthday suit, baby. Oh, wow. Another free bit of couture. Yeah, kind of. I'll get into it, but, you know, naked is the new clothes. Everybody's saying it, so I'm going to say it. The skin you're in is a win. Mm-hmm. Now, you don't just walk around naked. That doesn't look like it's on purpose. You know, this is how you make it fashion. You put your fresh outfit on hangers inside of a plastic dry cleaning bag. Uh-huh. And sling it over your shoulder. You walk with confidence, completely naked, with clothes ready to wear. It's a bold look. It says, oh, I'll get dressed later on my time. And when I do, you're going to love the way I look. I call it aggressive casual. What do you think? I love it. I hope that really takes off. Because uh, looking at naked people is one of my favorite things in the world to do. <laughs> Podcast. Toot toot.